The Los Angeles Clippers on a day where they were made for dead because Kawhi Leonard is out for the series showed they have incredible depth and lots of answers. And the Jazz still have not answered their schemes. And the Clippers win it 119-111 and take a commanding three-game-to-two lead in the series with a chance to knock the Jazz out for game six. In L.A., David Locke, along with Ron Boone in a empty, cameraless, uh, vivid arena and a stunned crowd heads home. And Ron, on a day in which really everything felt like the door was opening, Paul George and COVID or Chris Paul and COVID protocol, Kawhi Leonard out like the door had opened up for the Jazz with all the bad news of Mike Conley not being back and Donovan Mitchell's ankle. You. It felt as though things had suddenly headed the Jazz direction. This one's, this one is a gut punch, and the Jazz are on the edge of extinction in one of the most magical seasons we've ever had. You know, the, the table was set for the Jazz. I mean, Kawhi Leonard being out, but you know the Clippers team is a very talented basketball team, and they can, they can as evident, they, you know, they can still beat you because they have a number of great athletes. But the run that the Jazz had in that first quarter usually would put a team away. Uh, it didn't happen. Jazz hit 17 threes in the first half. It's a, it's a funny numbers game tonight because we can talk to you about how badly the Jazz shot in the second half from three. But the fact of the matter is by the end of the night, the Jazz it hit 20 threes on 54 attempts for 37%. It's pretty hard to argue with that. They just really – the story is – it. Key periods of the third quarter, the Jazz couldn't get their offense going. They looked just horrendous. No. And they just cannot get stops against this yeah, team. Yeah, they, they get outscored in that third quarter, 32 to 18, 0 for 10 from the three-point line. How about uh, 3 for 24 in the second quarter from the three-point line after going 17 for 30 in the first half? It's just like night and day. I mean, this is you, you don't expect something like that. Having said that, you know, I think it was that first quarter that that the Jazz did not – if they had any kind of defensive stance, stops or whatever, and put the Clippers away early in that in that ball game defensively because the offense was flowing, it would have laid over. It would have been gone. The Jazz allowed 36 points while scoring 37 in that quarter. Before we delve into all the Jazz issues, and it will be Jazz-centric, it, it's worth – pointing out Paul George was the best player on the floor that often wins you a playoff game that's kind of the rule of thumb 37 points 16 rebounds five assists two blocks a steal he's had a checkered playoff past he was outstanding and to give the Clippers credit they have a bunch of guys on their roster who at one point or another were the number one options on their team who have coalesced to play with two superstars in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Marcus Morris Sr. and Reggie Jackson cherished the opportunity tonight to go back to being elite-level one-on-one scorers, and they did it. Morris had 25, Jackson had 22, and frankly, give Ty Lue credit, because I think I probably would have started Pat Beverly. He went to the second-year player, Terrence Mann, who had the play of the night, and made a bunt, and they stayed, it left them allowed them to stay long. Beverly would have made them small. 
They stayed long and athletic, and they switched one through five. And frankly, we go back to where we opened the show. And now let's talk about the Jazz. We opened our show tonight saying the Clippers have figured out how to play the Jazz without Mike Conley. The Jazz have not figured out how to play without Mike Conley offensively. It's awfully tough because the Jazz don't have the athletes that the Clippers have. The Jazz don't have the ball handlers, enough of them, that the Clippers have. The Jazz don't have enough players that can make their own shots offensively like the like the Clippers have. Now, defensively, uh, Jazz are probably as, as, as good defensively if they can make the, the, the Clippers to the point where the Jazz can keep Rudy close enough to the basket. But the way they play and use their players, keeping Rudy – Away from the for, uh, away from the basket, Rudy probably got scored on more tonight than we've seen in quite some time. They're spreading the floor, driving, beating our guy on the dribble, some action or not action, just finding the matchup they want. Rudy sucks in because we want Rudy near the rim, right. and then they kick to an open three point shooter. They went; they're the number one catch and shoot three point shooting team in the league. They were the number one three point shooting team in the league at forty two percent. They hit right on their number. At forty, um, this one, this one, like as a jazz fan, as someone who's followed this team all year, like this is this one goes up there on the list of like toughest days in franchise history. I mean, I think like when I think back in my tenure, like Memo torn Achilles is probably the lowest moment we've had. You just kind of knew that run was over, um, but this one feels like. There was a golden opportunity in front of you with all the news of the day, and you got hit. Now, it's not over yet, but you've got a tough task. This this Clipper team has the same bugaboo that we do where they lost 3-1. They're not blinking. Like, yeah. they're not blinking in game six. Well, the expectations are so high. And uh, as good as the Jazz were, uh, they've ran into something that they didn't run into all season long. And I'm talking about the – the style of defense and 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 the number of three point shooters, uh, the athletes, uh, the Jazz just couldn't con- con- conquer that. I thought they played better tonight than they did in Los Angeles. So maybe they can come up with something. Still, one in Los Angeles, and if they come back here, if they end up having to come back here for Game Seven, Jazz will win it. Jazz yeah, definitely win. It. As quickly as this is broke, our hearts are broken and our guts are punched right now. You go win in LA and all the energy's back to you, and you're playing 130 on Sunday here, and you you know you think you've got it. So, um, we'll see what happens. All right, let's try to get to some of the calls and see if anyone's going to be reasonable, or some of the comments in the chat room. See if anyone's going to be reasonable. We apologize. Um, Mike says, "What do you think about depression?" Pressure. Depression. Like being depressed. Oh. Yeah. I think that jazz fans are probably depressed right now. We're universally as a the offensive productivity will not be very good. Uh Michael says so so disheartening. Um yeah, I think we're all there. Uh Robbie says, Ron, say something encouraging, please. <laughs> okay. Um, as disappointed as I was in the effort of some of the players tonight, I was very encouraged with Royce O'Neal, especially in that first half, attacking, 
taking shots and not hesitating. And but I think that the Jazz, if they come out and play like they did in that first half in Los Angeles, they'll win. I'll have to watch the first three minutes over again, and maybe I was too amped up and ready to go and fired up as an announcer, but I thought I saw, honestly, like the worst play I've seen from Donovan all year, the worst play I've seen from Bogey all year, yeah. and the worst play I've seen from Joe all year. Yeah. Like the in a sequence, the yeah, in yeah. The, like crazy. Like, And I'm sure it's emotion, and I'm too 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 engaged. You, 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 and better, like, you better make that clear. The way they – the first Yeah, no, the first – like the first three, the three minutes of the game, each right. of them made a play that like – I can't remember them making all year. Like, I just, like, it was like, whoa, what is going on? Now, I'm sure part of that's you're amped up. It's a big game as an announcer. You're fired up and you want to win and a fan you want to. But it was, like, weird. Like, there was a bad closeout, a bad pass, and a not running after a ball. Like, it was just weird. Hopefully that will go away. Um, you know, this is probably what we should be talking about a little bit more. Said it from the start, we weren't winning the series without Conley, and now Mitchell's on one leg. The injury's just too much. Donovan did look more obviously impacted by the ankle tonight than any night of the series, Ron. Yeah, you did point that out. And and after I started watching him, the way he was dragging that leg up the floor, um, and that affects your shot because when you don't have that that lift or that that feeling that – when you jump, there's no pain or anything like that. It does affect your shot. Adam Nelson says, genius move by Ty Lue to go all in with small ball. It really neutralizes Rudy's effectiveness. And to their credit, they have taken us out of our pick-and-roll game, which is where we're great offensively, and out of pick-and-roll defense. I think that's a, a good point. Um, Zubak, I, I thought with Kawhi Leonard hurt, they would have to play Zubak more. He played less. He played eight minutes and never saw the floor in the second half. So give him credit. Uh, Because Donovan couldn't break the paint. It's tough to get open threes. 100%. percent, 100%. And we don't have anybody else who can play one-on-one that passes the basketball to get it out to people. And you and I pointed that out. Donovan can go north and south, east and west. Uh, Most of the guys on the team, can, especially like Jordan Clarkson, who – can only go east and west for the most part. 11 first half turnovers. 10 of them were live ball turnovers. That's why they didn't blow them out in the first half. There's no question that that's the, uh, that that's the case um, for the Jazz. Del Toledo time, Ron. It's good old Del Toledo. Let's see what he has to say tonight. Clippers played harder and smarter than Jazz. Hopefully players learn from this. Jazz still win series. Gobert didn't hustle until the third quarter. Live ball turnovers first half cost Jazz the game. He says the Jazz yeah. still win. Yeah, I like it. Um, jazz, uh, jazz starters better play the entire game next game. Said somebody. Um, well, Derek Favors, I don't think got off the bench in the second half. No, Rudy played the entire second half. Yeah. Um, he might have. No, Faves played a minute in a half when Paul George sat down when Paul George sat down to close the third quarter Derek Favors played one minute of the third quarter Rudy Gobert matched Paul George's second half minutes because George doesn't go to the paint usually if Rudy's in the game he did a nice job tonight Um, all right I would give you guys all credit for a hurt fan base 
the comments and the questions are pretty fair and good tonight. And I I feel your pain. And let's hope that we're having a jubilant discussion Friday night. But there's no question that this is a tough one. That wraps up Postcast. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great night. Or have a better night than you've had up to this point.